Hey, Goal Achievers. Welcome to the Elite Achievement Community. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to demystify the goal achievement process. If you are ambitious and visionary, then let's get to work so you can maximize your potential. Hey, Goal Achievers. Welcome back to Elite Achievement. I am fired up to connect with Jeannie Andreessen today. Jeannie is a coach who grew up in the Chicago suburbs. She spent nine years in the financial services industry and was a sales coach for interns and recent college graduates for six of those years. And that is where she first fell in love with coaching. While she was in this company, she was growing in her leadership skills and went from an intern herself to a coordinator, to a campus recruiter, and then to an associate director to director. Jeannie attributes her success to always having an entrepreneurial mindset, even when she was an employee. She rarely felt like she worked for anyone but herself. Jeannie felt like she needed to make a change in her career and transitioned companies right before the pandemic. However, as the pandemic hit, She lost her job, turned inward and thought, maybe this was meant to happen. We are going to elaborate more on how she found the courage to lean into her intuition and start the business that has always been on her heart. So welcome, Jeannie. Thank you so much. I am so stoked to be here. I am really excited for you to share your story and your insight and your expertise with the Elite Achievement community. So let's get started. Tell us more about your business and how did it come about? Yeah, absolutely. So I run a coaching business. I help women start businesses. So I help women take action on the dream businesses that have been on their heart for years and they just need the courage to do it. and the guidance to do so. And how this came about, just as you had shared to elaborate a little more, I was with my former company for 9 years. And it happened to be the company that connected you and me. And so we had both worked there. But of course, we were in California and I was in Chicago. And yeah, I really loved leading my team. I absolutely loved leading my team. I worked my way up. I was committed to what I was doing. But there was a point where I had recognized that I needed to make a change. I had been there for enough time. I didn't feel myself following my heart anymore. And I knew that I needed to get uncomfortable and experience something new to figure out who I am and what I wanted next. So best way to do that was making a career transition. And so I did. I transitioned industries from financial services to tech. And I made that transition on March 13th of 2020, which happened to also be a Friday the 13th, which also happened to be doomsday for when all of us recognized that this pandemic was hitting and everyone was going remote. And within one month, I had lost my job. I went from being with a company who loved me, who I loved as well for 9 years with a very, very secure position to taking a leap of faith joining a new company and losing my job one month later due to entirely unforeseen circumstances. In that moment, for a day, I was in a little bit of shock and mourning. And the next day, I said, this is for a reason. 
And I'm going to figure out what that reason is. And after a couple months of not jumping into anything else and instead focusing on myself and what I wanted, what I wanted more than anything was to start a coaching business. I wanted to help women develop their entrepreneurial mindsets. And with my background in sales coaching and essentially helping small business owners start their businesses, I realized I wanted to help women specifically start their businesses and recognize their power. So that is a little bit about my business. I have several questions. I know. (laughs) You made a courageous career transition, leaving a company after nine years. And I'm guessing you probably thought, well, what if it doesn't work out? As you were thinking about making that career change and you worked through that fear, you made the leap and then it didn't work out. Probably your worst fear came true. How did you find the courage to persevere and pivot after you were let go from the tech company? Yeah. So fantastic question. Here's my answer and it's twofold. The first one is, to be honest, I'm grateful to be blessed with confidence. I really didn't think it wasn't going to work out. I have always had the mindset that I will figure out something new when it comes my way. So when I made that transition into the tech industry, I only went into it with an intention of growing in a new industry. I went into it with an intention of growing in a new industry. I wanted to repeat that so it was clear. So I never really made that decision with fear in mind. I made it with my best intentions in mind of getting uncomfortable by switching industries growing an entirely new skill set. I wanted to learn tech. It's obviously where our <laughs> where our world is going and I was very excited about that. So that's my first answer. I really wasn't fearing it not working out. It's funny that it didn't work out, but I wasn't really afraid of that. And then when it didn't work out, that was definitely a surprise, but I always channel when something doesn't go according to plan. I channel my favorite book I've ever read in my life, which is called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And in The Power of Now, Eckhart states and educates the reader that whenever something happens in life that is unexpected in a bad way, like whenever really difficult circumstances are sent your way, the best way to deal with that is to accept it as though you had chosen it yourself. And then all of a sudden, the universe will work for you and not against you. And I empower anybody that comes my way who's dealing with something tough to hear that and feel that because ever since I adopted that about three or four years ago when I first read it, really wonderful things have come my way just from accepting the bad things that have occurred. So I said to myself, how could I accept this as though I had chosen it myself. Because that way, things will begin to work for me and not against me. And the next day, I said to myself, Okay, I am grateful that this has happened. I will figure out why. And it led me to starting a business much, much sooner than it would have if I would have resisted it and pushed it away. If I would have mourned this for months, I would be months behind in where I am today. And so the faster that you can get over something by accepting that it has happened, the 
faster you will get to beautiful things that are coming your way. I heard you say that you didn't go into the career transition from a position of fear, which is incredibly powerful because I know a lot of people make decisions from fear. And then I also heard you say that the power of now helped change your life because it gave you a perspective and a way to process some of the bad things that happened. Because let's be honest, bad things are going to happen. Unpredictable things are going to happen. I think 2020 taught us all that we have far less control than we all thought we did. So I'm curious, is it really that simple saying to yourself, I accept this and what am I going to do about it? Oh my gosh, I feel like we need another podcast about this. (laughs) But to sum this up in a couple of minutes, it is an elevated version of mindfulness to accept things that happen to you sooner. And it takes meditation. It takes affirmations because that will rewire your brain to recognize the good that is happening and bring you back to the present moment as well as yeah, recognizing what's actually happening versus fears. It takes practice. It really takes practice. And you have to want it is also what I would say too. Because what often happens, and again, this comes from a lot of learnings from Eckhart Tolle. He's got another great book called A New Earth. So I would recommend that one too. But what happens is our egos get in the way and our egos are saying, how could this happen to me? Why me? This isn't happening. I deserve better. I deserve more. And that doesn't make any sense. Who are you to say something should or should not happen to you? And that something should happen to other people because it's not you. And it's recognizing that all of that comes from our egos in a different sense of the traditional usage of the word. So once you recognize that a lot of these things are thoughts going on in your head and not reality, you can tackle them with much more clarity. If I could add one more thing, I would say to get to a place to make a decision courageously and not with fear. When I switched companies, it took affirmations. I reminded myself daily that I wanted to live my life based on curiosity and courage rather than fear. And when I recited that to myself daily during my career exploration, it made it much easier to make a decision to move forward because I want to be somebody that is courageous. I appreciate your answer so much, Jeannie, because it connects back to the power of a morning routine. We don't know when we are going to be called to lean on this mindset. And that's why we need daily focus on our affirmations, our our vision statements, our gratitude practice, our meditation, whatever it is that gets us in the right mindset. As we are thinking about mindsets, entrepreneurial mindset comes to my mind. In your opinion, what is an entrepreneurial mindset? And How can we grow our entrepreneurial mindsets? Absolutely. So as you stated earlier, in my nine years with the company I was with, I attribute my success then and my success now from always having an entrepreneurial mindset from the beginning, even when if you take a look at the org chart, 
I worked under 10 people, let's say. But I never was truly concerned about that. I never showed up as an employee. I showed up the best that I possibly could because of this mindset that I had of being a business owner. And as I grew in that company and started leading a team, I just saw a difference in my team members and the way that they showed up as opposed to other people who showed up as employees. And because of that is, again, the reason why I love leading and I love leading women. Because when someone has this type of mindset, they just show up differently. So having an entrepreneurial mindset as an employee, because an employee might be listening to this thinking, but I do work for somebody else. I am not in control of my schedule or what I do on a day-to-day basis. And you know, when I am salaried, I don't get to choose my income either. So how in the world can I show up as an entrepreneur? And here's what I would say back to that is, sure, on paper, that might be the case. But if you show up feeling as though things are in your control with confidence, with this, again, mindset that you are a business owner, all of a sudden, you begin to make decisions with more confidence you begin to come up with solutions versus look at problems and wonder how in the world these are going to get solved and give them to somebody else. You become experimental because you are figuring out what's going on and what works for your business. And yes, I'm saying your business even though you're an employee because I really believe that every single person out there who is an employee, they are the owner of their freaking business of whatever their title is. And it's also studying your area. It's saying, how can I get even better at what I am doing so that I have more control and more confidence to make decisions? And what I have found is when you show up with an entrepreneurial mindset, a couple things happen. But one of them that often happens is this person recognizes whether or not this is a business that they want to be showing up for day after day after day. And you and I both know, Kristen, given that we are business owners, if you don't love what you are doing, it's never going to work. And the reason why I empowered my team to always adopt an entrepreneurial mindset is because I wanted people on my team who showed up because they loved what they did And they felt that they were in control and not that they were employees. So what it caused my team to do is either grow in their role and become even better leaders themselves, or it would coach them, I guess you could say, coach them out sooner, which allowed me to find that person who was showing up as a business owner every day. So when you show up with an entrepreneurial mindset every day, you all of a sudden recognize, do I love what I am doing? Is this something that feeds me? And is this something that I'm growing in even just in myself, in my own mind, in my body? Or what's another job that I want to feel that way about? And that's how an employee can have an entrepreneurial mindset and how it can really transform them. Because I am telling you right now, I wanted people on my team that had the same mindset because they just showed up differently. 
This is such a powerful discussion for anyone that is working for someone else. And I know one of the lessons I learned early in my career is my leader would tell me, Kristen, don't just come to me with a problem. Come with a problem and a couple of ideas on how to solve it. Yes, you get creative and you bring solutions to the table. And all of a sudden, like when you start doing that, you are more empowered to make these decisions sooner especially with time in your career and in your job and with more trust from your boss. But I'm telling you right now, every single boss, manager, leader out there wants a team that can make all of the decisions without them even coming to the boss, manager, leader. Every good leader wants that. Sometimes I think that employees, people who think of themselves as employees, they don't recognize that. They forget that. Where All we want as leaders is for you to grow, step into your power, and to be the best that you can be. And the only way you will get there is by starting here, by gaining more confidence that the solution you brought to the table to your leader, that they said, I think that's fantastic. I would have loved for you to have just run with that. Once you hear that a couple of times, you will start gaining confidence to start running with that. And it is incredible for your growth as an employee who maybe one day will be an entrepreneur. So if an employee is listening to this conversation right now, what are a couple of things he or she can do to grow an entrepreneurial mindset? Great question. First thing is to step into the control that they have. So. A lot of people lean on things being out of their control. That is a crutch. Everything is out of my control. Sure. But what is in your control is everything going on inside your head and how you show up day after day after day. And so if you begin to show up saying, I have power to make decisions to come up with solutions to have confidence in what I have already brought to the table, my experience, you are choosing to show up differently. So you have to decide if you're an employee, truly, you have to decide if this is something that you want. Like, Do you just want to show up, clock in, clock out, and in that time, just feel like everything is happening to you? Or do you want to show up feeling like you've chosen to show up that day, that when things come your way, you will take care of them, that you are the best that you can be in that role and that you are committed to what you're doing. If you choose that, then it is a mindset thing. It's showing up and saying, I have control over how I show up. We're just going to keep showing up. (laughs) Keep showing up. That's what life is about, showing up. When I was an employee, I heard successful people. And as I look back, everyone has their own definition of success and how they perceive success. But at the time, these people were very successful in my mind. I always heard them talking about reading or having a personal development plan. So I leaned into those recommendations and became a very avid reader and always have a list of books to read. I think The Power of Now is going to go on my list to read based on our conversation. 
But I think that's another way that employees can take control. You have the opportunity to control your personal growth and development. And because of that, you are going to find yourself in a wildly different position several years later, which is where we both found ourselves and now running businesses. So tell me more about the business that you launched last year and the work that you are doing to help women grow their own courage. What made my transition easier going from employed to unemployed to business owner is once again, this mindset that I was always a business owner. I always created my own schedule. I always focused on my priorities. I followed my heart for the most part is what I would say as I made some of these decisions. But the other part is what was on my heart for years was becoming some sort of coach professionally. And what I will say is I aspired to be more of a life coach early on. And I say that with a little bit of hesitancy because I also feel even though I am helping women start businesses, that my life coaching comes in almost more than my business coaching because so much of what holds us back is our own mindsets. It is limited belief thinking. It is avoidance of making mistakes or getting uncomfortable. But we don't know that. I hired a coach when I was making this career transition a year and a half ago because I recognized that where I was, I didn't love. I just turned 31. And I hired a coach. And my exact words to her is... I want a different life by the time I'm 40. And I want my 31st year to determine what that life at the age of 40 is going to look like. And I invested in a coach because it was more important to me to put money in that, to invest in myself in that way, to change my trajectory, to break through any avoidance that is unexamined and fears that I don't even know that I have. All I know is I wasn't taking action because I didn't know what action to take. And... It was invaluable to make that decision to invest in myself in that way. Because what happens is you start recognizing what truly is holding you back. And you recognize that it is a lot of things that are only existing in your head. And once you get clear on that, once you find out what these things are, you tackle them. You're on top of them. But we don't know what those things are until we're talking about it. So that would be the other thing that made that transition to business ownership and how I'm helping women start businesses. And I'm telling you, it comes up almost more than my business coaching expertise of truly how to get started and these tactical next steps. It is mindset. Because anytime we're talking about next steps, something is holding somebody back. And it's examining what that is and knowing the right questions to ask to get them to talk about it. And that is how I help women break free of comfort and fear, is what I would say. I remember I hired a coach a couple of years ago and I hired a coach to grow my confidence because I knew that my own confidence the stories I was telling myself, the way I was ruminating and weaving things together was not helping me grow and get to that next level. What was also really helpful in my own journey was learning that 
I wasn't alone. Because I think sometimes as women, we think we're the only ones who are having these crazy thoughts or we're the only ones who are really mean to ourselves. And that's not true. And that's where investing in yourself and having the opportunity to have conversations with professionals like a coach can be absolutely game-changing. Absolutely. So as you're working with women and helping them launch a business, what are some of the ways you help your clients grow their courage? The first one, which again is going to be mindset. Because when somebody is wanting to launch a business, usually they have been thinking about this for forever and something has held them back from starting. And they might say it's the fact that they are a wife and they are a mom and that comes first and that's held them back. They might say the money aspect has held them back. I will tell you, we never know what is holding us back until we are talking about it. So the first thing that I help people with is their mindset that they are ready to do this, that their idea is a great one. If they're passionate enough about it, then I absolutely am too. And that they can have all the success in the world. I'm also just a huge fan of abundance. Every single thing is available to us. All of the money, all of the clients, all of the joyful life that we all want to live, it exists. It totally exists. And you have to believe that if you are starting a business. Because you can't say you're starting a business and one week later call me and be like, I'm out. I haven't made a sale. No, you're not going to make a sale for some time. You have to believe you've been making sales for years almost if you are going to start a business. Because when you're in that headspace, you don't worry. You know it's coming. So first step is mindset. Second step is a plan. What is their business? What does this look like from an investment standpoint, from an income standpoint? I don't want people going into debt creating this business. Debt means very different things to everybody. But my philosophy is don't invest every single thing in this business if you don't have it. So... What does this look like from an investment standpoint? What are the absolute must that you need to invest in to get this started? Because everything does take an investment. And then also, when should you be obtaining clients or customers or whatever that looks like for you in terms of an income? Is it 3 months? Is it 6 months? If you map it out, when really should you be gaining traction? When should you be starting to create an income for yourself? And when... We do those things. And there's other stuff involved. Like who's your ideal client? And do you have a good product? And all of that. But it's the plan and the mindset that leads everything else. Because what happens if you don't have a plan is you start a business. And within a month, you're like, I'm out. I'm going broke. I've put 5 grand into this. Nothing's coming back. I'm so worried. But if we would have laid out the plan, we would have seen you will not receive any income until month three, let's say. If that's the case, then you're looking at it and you're able to say, I expected this. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I just have to keep going. And it's a mindset and it's a plan. Mindset and plan. And I think back to my early days and when I launched my business, I brought on my first clients without a website. I brought on my first clients with 
PowerPoint. I love you are saying that because people, even they are looking for any way to show up perfectly and to avoid starting. And that includes, oh, I need a website. I need business cards. I need all of these things that you actually don't need when you get started. You just need to show up. The other thing that I will add to what makes a successful business owner. So it's mindset, it's a plan, and it's also recognizing that you are going to have to get very uncomfortable. You are going to have to show up as though you've been doing this for years, even if you're brand new at it. So you're going to be doing things that you never expected to do. And you will absolutely at times have a bit of a identity crisis. You'll experience imposter syndrome. So you'll experience these things. And you have to recognize that if you do what you always do, you get what you always get. So if you want a radically different life that you're going to create for yourself, then that means you are going to show up radically different. And you have to be ready for that. And that is why it's important to have a coach because we remind you of these things. We bring you back to the present moment. We bring you back to why you started. And we bring you back to reality. So when you show up differently and you're thinking, everyone's judging me, and you and I have a five-minute conversation to recognize that no one's judging you, and the people that are don't matter at all, that is how you will keep going. You talked about continuing to grow and have courage. And I think that's such an important point for our community to hear because if you are going to be successful as an entrepreneur, there isn't some magic day where you have it all figured out and you no longer have to do scary things. The scary things, they get bigger, they get different, but you become more equipped to handle those scary things. And as we've talked today, it's become incredibly clear that mindset, whether you are an employee or an entrepreneur, is absolutely critical for your success. And to be on a journey to grow that entrepreneurial mindset can benefit you greatly as an employee and obviously as an entrepreneur. And things such as affirmations, and I've heard you talk about investing in a coach and reading different books. It's a very intentional practice to grow this mindset. So as we wrap up our conversation today, I'm curious, what is giving you energy in your business right now? Absolutely. So I've been in business for eight months or so at this point. And what has been very fun for me is bringing on new clients that are ready to start their businesses and recognizing that we're following the same steps to get them there. So I have launched a new offering on my website. So my website is my name, genieandreason.com. And it is a program that is a six-step program to get somebody started, to get a woman started on her business that she has been thinking about and dreaming about for years and still keeps coming back to, I just don't know where to start. So the six steps include identifying what your business is, who's your ideal client, what you're registering your business as, how your clients are going to find you, how you are going to find them. And then mindset comes up constantly. And it has been just so successful in terms of getting women to feel that they are supported, both in the tactical realm, 
But also, I have two coaching certifications. I have one through my former company when I first became a coach. And then I obtained another one when I first started my business because I wanted to make sure I'm offering a great product. So the other aspect of that is I am trained to ask the right questions to identify what's going on and get you unstuck. And those two things together provides a ton of support for a woman to get started. Well, if our listeners want to connect with you socially, where can they find you? Yep. So my Instagram is where I am the most active and it's at Jeannie Andreessen with an underscore at the bottom. And then you can connect with me on LinkedIn as well. I post a lot of content on LinkedIn. So that is just my name. And those are really the two places where I'm most active. I'm on Facebook. I'm on some of these other things. But find me on Instagram if you want to see a daily dose of me. Well, Jeannie, I am so appreciative of our conversation. I have a feeling that the elite achievement community is going to feel inspired and ultimately feel like they have control over their business, their career, their personal and professional lives. And with that goal achievers, keep focusing on your weekly wins identifying the lessons that you learn and prioritizing for your next week so you can continue progressing towards your most meaningful goals. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website to sign up and get connected. We can also connect socially on Instagram. Follow me at meet Kristen Burke. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. Until next time, Goal Achievers, keep progressing towards your goals and celebrate those weekly wins. 